Tavshin Peidalim. Okay. Good morning, brothers. Good morning, everyone. Shavua Tov. Gmar Chatima Tova. Oh, here we go. Tishrei. This is the first time doing it. It's a kif. This is so special. Tishrei is sponsored the month by my dearest brother-in-law and sister-in-law, Tanya and Yehuda Anakman, in honor of their eldest daughter, Muna's birthday, and for the Fuah Shlema and Chizuk, a goof of Yakir Shlomo ben Tanya Malka. Dr. Shira and Yonatan Wiesen, Rabbi Yair and Talia Hinden, commemorating the first year of their grandmother, Edith Reeder, Zichon Livracha. Alex and Shachar Avram, for a successful year for all of Am Yisrael, and in memory of Shachar's sister, Miriam Rabkin. Yishakoach Shachar. The week, this week is sponsored by Michal and Yudi Reinitz for the Rufu Shlema of Eitan Shai ben Adina Bracha, Zach and Elizabeth Freud for the Rufu Shlema of Zechariah Shlomo ben Devora, Dr. Josh Goncher in honor of his wife Eva's birthday, Elisa and Brandon Beer in gratitude to Hashem for their daughter Meira's first birthday. And we continue. Daily sponsorships. This is Gavad. I could go on all day. All day. All day. This is like such nachas. Daily sponsorships. Monday, uh, today, it's on Gedalia by Linda and Serge Merkin, commemorating the Yerzeit of Serge's uncle, Yisrael ben David, Zechron Livracha, Yishakoyach. And by Yossi Weiss, in memory of Gershon ben Yosef Halevi, Zechron Livracha. I think that is my brother-in-law's grandfather, being done by his father, who also needs a refuah shlema. Okay. Okay, chavarim yikarim, something very, very uh, special, something very much... Uh, to tune us into the to the depth of today. Today's a very special day because it's just, it's, the, it's the first day that we're not kiilu, you know, like the malachim. It's like the first day that it's like back in this world, but not really because every whether we realize it or not, everything is chadash. Everything is chadash. Everything is brand new, and everything is calling us to just allow ourselves to. I don't know the word, 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 word is be surprised, be open, be open to all the newness that came down the second that we blew the shofar. Really, this year, it's not even the second we blew the shofar. It already happened on, on, on Shabbos morning when Kivyachol, Rabbanu Shalom himself, blew the shofar and bringing so much newness into the world. Shachar, do you mind closing the door, please? Thank you so much. What we're going to see right now is a small, short sicha. It's a very short sicha. By, I found this sicha, I always want to, I was, you know, I feel it's a new year, I want to like, taste newness and go a little bit outside of what we normally do. I found this sicha of a young, this young Rav. He's a Rav in Yeshivat Golan. I can't pronounce his last name for my life. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Although, this last name should ring a, an unfortunate bell to some of you. This, you know, we have Yonatan Atiyas, Baruch Hashem, in the, in the, in the rain. The day of Yonatan's wedding, there was a pigua in the entrance to Yerushalayim at the bus stop where a 16-year-old boy who was Yonatan's next-door neighbor was killed the day of his wedding. When he was getting ready to go to his, to his chuppah, his neighbors were going to their son's funeral. Aryeh, his name was Aryeh Chup, but something like that. Yeah, and I, and I haven't figured out if this is the family or... I don't, I don't know exactly, but... Um, anyway, it's this Rav, his name is Rav Shai Chupak, young guy, I, I saw him, I watched him give this shear, and I found it printed too, it touched my heart, I think it's a great way to go in with a new, a new, there's so much Torah in the world, a new way, a new understanding, definitely of Tzom Gedalia, people are, you know, Tzom Gedalia is not one of the ones, we're so into Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur, and Shabbat Shuvah, 
Tzomgedalia is, is definitely very um, underrated, but it's a very powerful day, Tzomgedalia. When you think about the story about what happened today, this is a very, we're, we're going to read it, we're going to learn about what happened today, right? What, what, what is this day, Mesamel? And I think, on the Pneumiyut, why does it come right away in the beginning of the year? Let's look inside. Tzomgedalia mitzayer be'yeneinu kefisfus, fisfus histori, fisfus mahuti, fisfus Emuni. You probably need to know what the word fisfus means, right? What does fisfus mean? Missed. Totally mi- a missed opportunity. There's a missed, there's a historical missed opportunity. There's an essential, essence, essential missed opportunity. There's an emuni, an emuna level of missed opportunity. Lamrot achurban agadol, ha'ita kayemet ha'efsharut l'amshich u'litkayem be'eretz Yisrael, g'dalia haya yachol la'akim et ha'uma mi'chadash. Gedalia was basically the last gadol, for, for lack of a better uh, title right now. Gedalia was, lack of, uh, for lack of a better title, Gedalia was like the last potential manhig that we had. He was the last tzaddik that we had at the time after Chorban And what ended up happening to him? It's amazing. Our enemies, they, they can't stomach, even like they, they, they kill us, kill us, kill us. Even if like, there's a little bit of light left there, nah, got to get rid of that too. But here we see, this is like a political, this is, this is even a, a more bizarre situation of a murder, that he gets murdered. What does this mean? Is that even though we had Khurban Abayit, Gedalia being alive meant we may have burned down the house, but we could still keep some kind of a vision and a tikva and even a mahalach of chayim keep on going while, while he was alive. With his murder, that was also kivachol, that was also basically, it vanished. That opportunity. He's going to explain this. continues this story. Yochanan ben Karach was the machlif of Gedalia. What, everyone's freaking out. What now? Like, what's left now? Now that Gedalia is murdered. What's left now? What does that mean? If you still want to keep going here, and you're loyal to the Medin, you're loyal to Eretz Israel, it'll still work out. Even though it seems like all Gehenom has broken loose, but if you stick to, the, to, to all the promises that have been until now, it'll still be okay. You'll still hold on. And it'll work. Mm-hmm. His name was Korah. I don't know. I have to look in if, it's, if it's Krach or... Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't think it has anything to do with. So, what does this mean? What is what is Yirmiyahu basically saying to them? Mashmoto davar he, shegam leachar fisfusa mahuti shenotzar me'aretzach shel gedalia, nishara ot tikva letaken laasot ulivnot. Even though, like, so we get stuck with like, oh, there was a murder on some gedalia, and then we we go into the whole concept of murdering gedolim or political murders v'cholze, and that's what the day became. But really, there's, there's still a continuation to the story. What's that? Is that 
Eve, despite his him being murdered, things still could have worked. There was still a little bit of a tikva left that if we if if we want to be loyal and we want things to still work out, they will work out. What what ended up happening? Some gedalia nire kechurban veheres, aval yirmiya anavi omer shekayemet od tikva. Again. Just based on the story, it seems like this is a horrible tragedy, and that's what the day is all about. I don't know. It seems like there's another nekuda missing from what this day is all about. There's another nekuda that we, we can't ignore. Hope. A ray of hope. It's funny. When we think about the story of Khurban Abayit, when do we think like the game was over? When do we think that it was like... Uh, huh? You'd have... Because, yeah. When else? What's that? From the moment they came in, even, right? Kilo Gamal, Sof Sipu. Doesn't that say when the pig's hooves touch the wall? There's all these different, yeah, there's all these different moments, and then. What's that? What's the walls of bridge then? Kilo. Shvira Tachomot, you're saying. Yeah? You're saying Shvira Sebetamuz, basically. Oh, so. You're still saying, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the walls of the Mikdash. Avanti. Here he's saying something else. Shivasa Betamuz is Butal Kurbana Tamid. No, no, but, but you're talking about something. I know what you're talking about. It, was, it wasn't a day earlier, it was a few days earlier. That something else the Mishnah says, I remember right now. The Mishnah says that something else was happening. Kitzel, for art, for the for this year, means that there's all these moments that we, we see things starting to go bad. We're just basically, in our minds, just waiting for the whole thing to be done. Okay? Here comes Tzom Gedalia. Tzom Gedalia could, should be just the dagger. Kilo, that's it. Uh, now that he, the last one, whose Kilo represents any form of leadership, and now he's murdered, it's done. But this Rav is telling us, but just continue reading Yirmiyah Navi for a second. Yirmiyah Navi is, is approached by the few remaining Jews that are still around, and he's saying to them, what should we do? What should we do? And he says to them, listen, if you stick to your guns and to every prophecy you've ever been told, you'll see it's not going to be over. And yet what? What ended up happening? It was over. Now the question, that's why he calls this a Yom Fisfus. It was a missed opportunity of, of basically taking advantage of one ray of light, of one little bit of hope. One little bit of hope. I'll share with you briefly. Last week there was a couple came to the office. Oh my God. Churban Bay. There wasn't just Bayis Rishon, Bayis Shani. There was a Churban Bayis Shlishi, Ravi, Chamishi. <laughs> every Khurban you could imagine, right? And it was impossible for them to be understand that just because there were all these Khurbans taking place in their relationship, that they wanted to ignore the good Nikuda that they saw also. Why? Because they said, well, what's it going to help? There's going to be a Khurban anyway afterwards, right? That's like Rib Shlomo, someone once came to me after a concert and said, uh, you keep on talking about this Simcha, how, you know, the simcha, 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 but I know what's waiting for me at home, right? So why should, we be, why should we be simcha right now? So he said to her, you know, that sounds like someone that's starving, and then you offer them a sandwich, 
And they say, what good is this going to do for me? I'm going to be hungry again later. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like we, we keep on, we, we, dread, we, we love to dread on this, like, well, later it's going to be bad. And it doesn't let me look at how good it could be right now. And, and, and I remember, like, he used to say, like, name of the Baal Shem Tov, everyone has permission that they say, for five minutes right now, I choose to be in Gan Eden. Maybe Gehenna is waiting for me a little bit later, nachon? but I'm choosing to be in Gan Eden right now for five minutes. That's what he would say sometimes at concerts. I saw him say this in Poland, like he's performing in front of like darkness of all darkness, and he's saying this such and such taras. It seems like what he's saying over here is that as bad as things were, everyone was just like, it could be good, but since there'll probably be another Chorban, I'm not even going to let things be good now even when a prophet is telling me that if you stick to your guns, everything will be okay. Very interesting nekuda. Now look how he develops this. We come across this like, after everything seems to be done, this little bit of hope, quite often, throughout the Tanakh. This is a hope that continues to show up and shines even in the worst of times. And, and I wanted to do this because we just learned this right now. We spoke about national hope. Yemiyah is the prophet of the Chorban. He comes back and he says, he speaks about despite everything, what's going to be. This is what we speak about second day of Rosh Hashanah and Aftara. We speak about how, Nachon, I'll pee the way that I understand my situation in life. I really do need a prophet to come and remind me that it's worth holding on to hope. It's worth holding on to hope. So now he says, he takes another story from this rabbi. He says like this, I want to take a story from Tanakh, the one in the beginning of the book of Yeshua, that reveals the message that is in the book of Yemiah in the form of the Torah and the Holy Spirit. He says, I want to take another story from the Tanakh. It's a story in the beginning of the book of Yeshua which clarifies and emphasizes what Yirmiyahu Anavi was saying about holding on to a little bit of hope, even if it seems like it's not worth it. He says, let's bring it down from this national, huge level to a very personal and private level. And he's saying, this is kind of like the avoda of Asesimei Tshuva. Okay. What do we know about Rachav? Remember Rachav? Who's Rachav? Rachav is one of the reasons we're sitting here. It's the weirdest thing. Now what else do we know about her profession? What, is, what, is, what did the Mepharshim say that was? She had a makolet. Right? That's, the, what, that's what they told us to make us deal, be able to deal with it in a, as younger Yidin, to not have bad thoughts about her, but you're correct. She was, a, she was a prostitute, okay? Rachav. This is, 
And, the, and she's the one that greets. Who does she greet? Sure. And? Sure. Who else? There were two Miraglim. There were two Miraglim. Besides Yeshua, there were two Miraglim. With the other one, he's less known. It's mysterious. Pinchas. Yeah. Yeah. Bris Shalom. <laughs> Rachav has nothing. You know, he's the anti Rachav. You know, what he did in the end of Pashas. You know, <laughs> the end of Balak. Pinchas goes to the, you know, that whole energy and he's like, yeah, that's not happening here. So Pinchas comes and he's the one that goes with Yeshua and Kalev, right? The two Miracles. Pinchas and Kalev are the ones that go and meet with Rachav, right? Now listen to this. The story of Rachav is, is a phenomenal, it's an amazing story. And she, it's really her schut that we began to lichbosh Eretz Yisrael. It's an amazing thing. Who was she? She was a prostitute. We're going to see something crazy Chazal say about her. Fourth line in the third paragraph. Ha-meraglim omrim l'rachav sh'alea likshor b'chalon bo yardu et tikvat chut ha-shani. That's what they call it. Remember, they hid her. She hid them, right? And then, she, and then she basically said, listen, there's this one deal I'm asking you. When you guys come in here and you start conquering the land, spare me and my family. They say, and by you'll get schar for it. And how, what's the siman? What's the siman that you are going to be saved? Like, how are we going to know? How is anyone going to know? So this thing, tikvat chut shani. So it's like a red, red ribbon. What's that? We had it on the chairs and shared the <laughs> <laughs> Like to make us do, do tshuva or something. <laughs> this red, it's like this red, tikvat chut shani. It's like, chut literally means string, but it had to be something bigger than a string if they have to see it from outside. But basically from the window which, with which they fled, they had to have a, a, a tikvat chut shani. That's what it's called, coming out of the window. What's that? Could be. It, the Mepharshim are not sure exactly what it is. That's why I'm saying it, because tikvat, because the chut hashani shows up in different places as well, and there it's not a rope. So it's, it's different. Whatever it is, it's some siman. It's not important what it was, it's the name of it. What's it called? Tikvat chut hashani. The Friedeker Rebbe, I don't know why his name keeps on coming up in every shir lately. The Friedeker Rebbe has an amazing letter about bitachon, uh, remind me, I'll send it. I'll send it to you. I just saw it, and it's all about. It's, it's basically called Mikhtav Tikvat Chut Hashani, and he he also emphasizes this concept of that when a yid has has everything going against him, he has no reason, based on Seichel Enoshi and Bitachon and Hashem, to not think that they could figure out a way for something to change. This is all this Chut Tikvat Chut Hashani. We'll, we'll, we'll explain this. So they tell her, Why you, why you just call it Chut Why are you calling it Tikvat Chut The hope of the Chut of Shani? What does that mean? The Tikva actually means like a wick, like a Chut. And some say tikva is just from the word line, like a line, like a kav. Advarim skukim lezber. Harei kav vechut hamilim nirdafot. Lama nitzvechet akpilot. So listen, kav and chut, these two words, 
I mean the same thing. Why do you have to read tikvat chut hashani? If you're saying that tikva means like a, a line or something. You already have that in the word chut. It obviously means something else. Petach le'avana ota tikvat nimtza b'midrash shel ala pasuk b'shir hashirim kechut hashani siftotaich. So we have this pasuk in Shir Shinim that says, like the chut of the shani are your lips. Omrim b'midrash, ze leshon shel zehorit. You know what zehorit is? You're darshaning it already, yeah. But he says over here, zehorit is oto tzemer adom shayu koshrim beyom kipurim al rosh hasair. Asher halbanato he'ida al kaparat ha'uma. What was the greatest simcha in Yom Kippur? When the red turned to white. And it gave them hope. The gevart, right? It gave them hope. She gave us hope. It gave us such hope. It's like in the time of the, of, of the Mikdash. You know, I, I dive in some years. I have to find it again. I started doing this many years ago in Malay Dumim. And I, I recommend each of you, if, if you're okay with being a little bit flowy with your Nusach, get Machzor HaMikdash. Do you know what that is? The Temple Institute's Machzor. Because the avo- it's worth it. It's always worth it. But they have the Avoda of the Kohen Gadol illustrated. You are, you're in the Kodesh. You're, mom, you're right there. Every piece of the Avoda, say the Avoda, is like, the way they do it is... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. One year when I was chazan, I, I used it, and I realized, like, total tircha de tzibura, because I was, I was, like, so stru- stuck on certain images I had, and, because you don't say it in the regular shmonas, you only say it in the chazar right? So, he's, the, the description here is this chut shani <clears throat> really is like a, a red, like it was by Rachav also, a red tie, bow, rope, whatever it is, in time of Yom Kippur, it turns white, gives us all hope, changes our lives, right? This is also by Rachav on a personal level. Chazal omrim al Rachav, listen to this, this is crazy, I never heard this before. Something that reminds us of the story of Rabbi ben Dordia. Me'az katnuta, kol, oh, they have a woman shear here now, right? Tell them two minutes. Because I'm going to tell Mamash, two minutes, we're finished. Two minutes. Remember about the story by Rebbe Lezer ben Dordia? There wasn't a... <laughs> you're a gavath. Everyone, right, everyone's going to say, Zonos, and you're saying, Tzitzis. Right. He, there wasn't a, a prostitute. He didn't... <laughs> right? He says, he says, listen to this. The Mechilta says like this about Rachav. Me'az katnuta, kol zman she'yisro b'midbar, hayta Rachav chotet. For 40 years she was a prostitute. As long as we were in the rain. Arba'im shana hayta Rachav b'mkomot ha'chashukhim ha'ele, v'afal pichen, and nonetheless, Rachav, 40 years doing such tumma in the world, yesh makom letikva, because she had one moment of opening her heart to someone else. Ze bilti nitfas. We have to end because I don't want to keep the, the women waiting. It's an important year. The point of the year is like this. 
when Yirmiyahu Hanavi comes to them and says, I know, it looks like you messed up everything, the matzav is done. It's toast. Yirmiyahu Hanavi says, but when we're, we're, we're hidden, we're plugged into something else. Rachav, 40 years, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm you know, such, a, you know, such a whore, whatever it is. Even a Yid that comes to, comes to, to, to his life on the 3rd of Tishrei, and he had a horrible Rosh Hashanah, and he thinks this year is doomed. So, first of all, make sure you're here next year for Rosh Hashanah. That's Aleph. To anyone that, that had the chutzpah of not being here. Bet is, is a very important inyan of saying, I believe in the year, I believe in Yermiyah Navi. I believe, I want to connect myself to that Yid that stood on Yom Kippur, and he's thinking, it's going down with the red bow, it's going down, I know what we were up to this year, and then suddenly that red bow turns to white. Yesh tikvah In every area of our lives, Tshuva enables us to tune into this. Tshuva mi amkus alev enables us to look at everywhere we've been in life, and say, in a second... This red bow can turn into white in every area in my life. We should take advantage of these days because these days are so powerful. This is the Pneumius of the day of Tzom Just got to keep on reading the story a few psukim later because the story always continues.